Welcome to the second episode of Casey Greats. My name is Scott Parman. In case you don't know, the intent of Casey Greats is to highlight inspirational stories of great people right here in our town of Kansas City. Now, I hope you had a chance to listen to our first episode with Matthew Marcus of the Casey Startup Foundation. I had a great time learning more about the startup community here in KC and some of the resources that are available for aspiring entrepreneurs in our town. If you haven't heard it yet, please go check it out after this one. Now, I think when you're done with today's show, you'll easily see why I named this podcast KC Greats. Teresa Hamilton is joining us from Giving the Basics, a local nonprofit it's dedicated to supplying area residents in need with human dignity products. I got the chance to meet Teresa several months ago after seeing Giving the Basics highlighted on a local newscast. I happened to have a connection at the time to supply some of the items they used, so I just called to see where I could donate them. Now, since the day we met, I have just been blown away by her energy and passion for this cause she's committed herself to. As you listen to her story today, I think you'll come to the same conclusion that I did. Teresa's efforts with giving the basics illustrate the true nature of Kansas City. It's exactly why so many of us love it here. So, let's get to it. Hi, folks. This is Scott. I'm here today with a friend of mine, Teresa Hamilton of Giving the Basics, a newer local charity here in Kansas City that I've really enjoyed getting to know Teresa and her cause a little bit. And it's something that I thought everybody else should know about, too. So, Teresa, thank you for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on. This is wonderful to hear you talk about our organization in an exciting way. Well, it's it's something that I, I know you've had some media coverage and stuff, but hey, the more people, the merrier as far as I can I can see it because it, it is a really neat cause. It's kind of unique. So, um, well, thank you. Absolutely. That, yeah. That said, um, let's let's back up to kind of your beginning. And I, I'm trying to remember, are you a Kansas City native? Is that I right? am. I am. I grew up right down by the plaza. Um, okay, wonderful. Down, yeah, really actually closer to Brookside area and cool. um, went to school in Kansas City and have, it's where my heart is. So it's it's time to give back to the town you love then, huh? Right. You know, growing up, you don't really realize how you're being really prepared to give back. And then when the opportunity presents itself in such a powerful way, it's like exciting to say, wow, I would have never thought I would ever be prepared for something like this, but thank goodness I am because it will help Kansas City. Well, that's really cool. And that kind of leads me into, you know, what during during the time before you came to giving the basics to starting that, what, um, you know, what do you think, what kind of things you did here in KC prepared you to, to be ready for this? Where'd you kind of build up to it, I guess? Okay, originally, well, I grew up in a really big family, and my dad died when I was really young, like 12 years old. And it was amazing because I just always watched all these hard workers and these people. I just was an observer. And so 
I had to work a lot harder as a kid. I had three jobs when I was in high school, and I had to pay my own high school tuition. I went to St. Teresa's, and and so in order to be able to go there where all my friends were going, I had to make that uh, payment every year. Wow. It was $900 a year, and so I held three jobs. I babysat wow. on a regular basis. I worked at Tivoli's Jewelry cleaning rings and um, doing whatever else they needed done on Saturdays. And I worked at a place called In Stitches, which was a needlepoint store, and I would teach people how to do needlepoint. Um, I learned how to do that. And then my, but my main job where I worked the most hours during the week was at McDaniel's Pharmacy. And I worked back in the pharmacy and learned a lot about, you know, just every different kind of business, really. So starting out like that, it was great. And then um, got a great education, went to Rockers University. And uh, then my husband and I got married. My husband and I started a company when we were 22. And you're probably familiar with that. It's Bob Hamilton Plumbing. And, you oh, know, okay. and, and so developed that company and really learned a lot about media and um, systems and all the things that I would need um, to run giving the basics. I took a, lo- a large hiatus after I left the company for a period of time in an active role to raise kids. And then mm-hmm. once my kids were raised, it was an amazing thing how giving the basics just dropped into my lap. Huh. That's really cool. So you basically, you spent several years, I mean, it sounds like your early years, you, you kind of, kind of describe what we call internships now, you know, with a with right. a pharmacy, seeing all kinds of different levels of the business and then took it to, you know, a different level with, with Bob, with the plumbing and HVAC company now. Right. So right. interesting. Okay. Yeah, so how did tools. that drop in, a lap, in your lap? How did giving the basics drop into my lap? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's kind of a, it's a really cool story. Someone that I had known for years, called me one day when I was at home alone and um, just, it was a, a, a lady that I had known. She just blurted out, can you help me buy toilet paper? And I said, why do you need me to help you buy toilet paper? And she said, well, because I am on government assistance. I've gone through a recent divorce. I um, have, I'm getting no child support and I have six kids to raise and I need toilet paper. I said, well, if you are on government assistance, wow. then yes, uh, it sounded like a terrible story. So um, I said, well, go to the store and swipe the card that they give you and then get what you need. And she said, um, the toilet paper. And she said, well, I did, and it was really embarrassing because yeah. I went up to the counter and it got rejected. And so they denied Ugh. it because it's not covered by government assistance. And so okay. I said, oh, my goodness, what else isn't covered? So she said, well, soap, shampoo, deodorant, toothpaste, feminine hygiene products. And I said, what are you doing with your teenage girls. And her response was dead silence. And then they're just going to have to stay home. Will you please just help me buy toilet paper? I said, I am going to help you buy toilet paper, but I'm trying to figure this out. Did you go to a food pantry? And she said, I did. And they said, we only have one roll of toilet paper. And she said, I have six kids. Yeah. So it was back to please help me. And I said, okay, so for 10 months, we helped her get everything into her house. And I kind of laughed because Funny that, you know, I own a plumbing company and I got a call for toilet paper. Anyway, that's just a hysterical <laughs> aside. But anyway, yeah. um, then it was really cool because we helped her for 10 months um, get what she needed. Bob and I did. And then 
she called and she said, hey, I'm off government assistance, got a job, I'm back on my feet, thank you, I don't need your help anymore. And I thought, that is great. And oh. then when I hung up the phone, there was just this immediate feeling there are others, there are more. And I thought, yeah, I mean, that can't be the uh, only situation like that, right? can't be the only one. Well, it came back a couple of times, and I have a three-time rule. If something comes up in my life three times, I'm going to deal with it start to finish. So I started yeah. investigating. So I made phone calls to battered women's shelters and veteran centers and senior centers and homeless centers and everybody I could think of to say, do you get this product? And they all said it's very hit or miss. There's no consistency. And most of the time we go without them. And that means the people go without them. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. So I said, well, what do you do when you get financial donations? And then came the answer that kind of told the story. We'll always purchase food. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, I yeah. bet that's why nobody knows about this, because they think if people can get food, they can get the basics. So I thought, we need to create a separate entity, since food is being done so well in Kansas City. We need to create a hygiene hub for Kansas City that all the rest of the cities can follow the example of. So since systems were easy for me, I thought, this is really great. So kind of, you know, learned how to build a website and then turned that over to someone that could do it a lot better and smarter than I could. And, <laughs> you know, got the 501c3, which, you know, they said would take, could take up to a year. We got it in 15 days. It was insanely cool. Wonderful. So we launched into KC with um, six locations. And today we currently have 65 pantry locations of all variety that log into our um, website and order what they need for their clients for the month. And we give those to them free of charge. And so we go out and do incredible drives uh, in the community with businesses and churches and schools. And then we receive financial donations and product donations uh, from businesses. If, a, if someone makes deodorant, they can donate to us or shampoo or whatever. And we can also purchase, and we're purchasing through um, a couple of the local sources, and it's been phenomenal. So that's kind of that's how it amazing. started. And how long has this um, taken to develop? When did you officially kind of start with everything? We started in 2011. I started building the system for how the information would flow for the website and just the physical um, space. Uh, for, it took about a year and a half before I actually even launched into getting the 501. But um, it's, for right now, Giving the Basics has been up and running since um, November of 2011. So basically, in short of five years now, you said 65 locations that you're supporting with uh, That's right. these needs? Yeah, That's 65 huge. locations. It's huge. And then, well, then came the rest of the story, which is incredible. One of us, a teacher from Center School District was home sick one day, and Channel 5, Take 5 to Care, love them. They were doing a blurb for us about giving the basics, and the, te the teacher saw this um, play out on the television, and she said, she called and said, can you do a school? And I said, why do you need us to do a school? Like, why do a school need mm. And she said, because we're washing these kids' clothes, and we're giving them back to them at the end of the day because these kids are hard to teach. They smell bad. They're, it's sad because they won't raise their hand. They're sitting in the back of the classroom. They won't make friends. They know they smell. The kids know they smell. They're bullied so badly. I was going to say, and, nowadays, that's, oh, that's huge. Terrible. It's huge. Well, it's, it's huge because clean is really normal. It's quite obvious to people when people are not right. clean. 
whether you're a refugee, you don't even know, but that you're supposed to use these products or, you know, you're a young kid. So I thought that's really crazy. Well, then within three, within two weeks, we had three more school districts call and ask for help. So we thought, they said, can you do a school? Can you do a school? So we said we will consider doing schools because we knew the need was so great if they could produce some testimonials for us about the need. And my gosh, the testimonials were phenomenal about what the kids go through that don't have the products and, and how sad it was. And so one letter was my tipping point because I thought we don't even have, how are we going to fund this thing? Cause this is an incredible amount of kids. And so um, the letter said, talked about a girl that was being bullied very badly. So they pulled in all the kids and said, why are you being mean to this girl? And they said, because she smells so bad and just want her to walk away. That was really sad. Truly. And then they called the girl in. And the girl, they said, why aren't you telling everybody that you're getting picked on? And she said, it's okay if they're mean to me. They're right. I do smell. We don't have any money. So I thought, oh, my gosh. So I said, we'll take it on the school. We'll just have to be better sophisticated beggars. Going from uh, building to building, you know, asking people to help us donate so that people can quit living in shame and um, so that they could have some dignity. So today, currently, we have 13 school districts. So from that one phone call four and a half years ago to now, we are serving 129,000 people a month. We've made it um, the basics available for, and that is pretty darn cool. 80,000 of those are kids in schools. I was just going to ask how many of those are kids. And that that was before, that was when we only had 10 districts. We've added three more. So it's so cool to see these guys, these kids being freed from having to feel bad. You know, if the parents can't get it, they can't get it. I mean, it all makes sense. We just missed something crucial to helping people succeed so they can get a job or or um, actually feel um, some kind of dignity. Yeah, I just I'm amazed that, you know, such a uh, compassionate cause like this could be so overlooked because there, you know, we see things around us a lot that encourage people to, you know, build job skills or like you said, a food pantry or even, even clothing in general. But what if you can't take care of those things? What if, like you said, you can't show up to that job interview or that school day and, and feel, you know, like you're as clean as the other people or just, I'm shocked that it was overlooked, but it's one of those, things that sounds like it was just in plain sight and, and no one saw it. Yeah, and I, it was crazy how it all kind of rolled out for us. You know, the, we spot check all of our pantry locations, you know, because we're giving it to them for free. And the, the rule with giving the basics is you cannot make anybody work for the product because we're giving it to you for free. And you cannot charge for it because we're giving it to, free, to you for free. Well, the cool right. thing is when we spot check these pantries, we learn a lot and we have tests, I mean, the stack of testimonials of of our work is is so big but the other day uh michelle was in at one of our pantry locations and they said hey tell Teresa you guys are awesome thanks for the toilet paper and michelle just kind of laughed and she said oh yeah because um people use newspaper we've heard that story before but thank goodness we're able to help you get toilet paper and they said no one of our seniors his toilet was clogged and so they sent the maintenance people to clear his toilet and it was with bread and she said bread and uh, truly I mean she said what the heck why bread and they said well he can get 
free bread. So that's what he uses for toilet mm. paper. Once they found that out, they could help him get the rest of the basics that he needed. And so the story ended really well. And now the guy can eat bread. He doesn't have to use it for toilet paper. But wow, yeah. how, how graphic is that for the way people Yeah, do. it really is. It's shocking. But, yeah. uh, you know, I'm sure at this point it, it probably doesn't surprise you after you've kind of dived into this. Yeah, once I dived into this, I thought, you know, there's such incredible ways for us to eliminate this need in every city. And I have, you know, just because we've tracked the need throughout the entire United States. So we have 44 states that are, have registered to get Giving the Basics program. We are concentrating on Kansas City because this is where our heart lies, and we want to sure. be true to where we live. But it's been really interesting to see the different kinds of organizations that have logged on to register with us. and. Mm -hmm. So the tracking is really incredible. So to eliminate this need, we have the system in place to do it if we just are able to incentivize businesses to give to um, human dignity. To participate it, in it. Yeah. Right, to participate in it. Because that's what it's going to take. Every city is going to have yeah. to get serious about it. Their, their city leaders are going to have to get serious about making sure people can get the basics. Yeah, it sounds like you you understood at the beginning that this is it may be a problem here, but that's going to be everywhere. And you sounds like you probably started with a, a scalable model, so you can you know hand it over to someone in another city to to start I don't their chapter or their franchise of it essentially. You're you're so correct. When when I knew this need had to be bigger than Kansas City, once I realized it was bigger than one person. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, built a national model and then brought it back to scale and learned everything that would work, that wouldn't work, you know, tested uh, over four and a half years, we tested so many things. But we have had, you know, both the governors have recognized us, the Kansas and Missouri, and, you know, the mayor um, has recognized us. We've got some nice plaques on our wall. Um, <laughs> our sports teams are getting involved. Um, it was really Great. nice to have um, – we had the Chiefs down, and the Royals have uh, participated. They, the Royals charity gave us a nice $10,000 grant, and that was exciting. And then last week at Sporting KC, uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield and Sporting KC partnered together to give a, you know, kind of a Good Samaritan award out, and we got that. Mm -hmm. And so people are starting to recognize the work. Um, and but by we just we've got to have funding to make sure we can maintain this for the people and also product, and that's been our biggest hurdle. I think I might have told you about that. You know, our hurdle with getting product. Did I talk to you about that? Uh, you and I have talked about it before, but I think you had mentioned that you were a little bit surprised by some of the organizations that didn't want to not to <laughs> yeah not, not to, to go negative money. on it, right? No, it was, it's not that they didn't want to. It's that they don't know that we're here in the efficient system we have. We've just had a really hard time connecting up with the person that makes the laundry soap, so, you know, that either the mm -hmm. distributor or the manufacturer, and I would actually think that the distributors would even be better, but the, the deodorant, the laundry soap, the toilet paper, because we know that and any of our items that we give are specifically something to clean your body or your clothes. They're very, very specific. But being able to connect with those distributors would be a game changer for Kansas City, consistency-wise. Okay. 
so basically, I mean, if someone's listen, listening to this, the basic, you know, the basic question to meet needs is, of course, you can participate by giving, you know, goods or or finances. However, if somebody's listening that has a connection or and a, is within one of these organizations that distributes the, or manufactures these dignity items, that could be a fantastic connection for you. And exactly. Could really help and you guys out a ton. And if they had. If they have a grocery store and they're going to have to take stuff off the shelf, you know, soap, shampoo, deodorant, toothpaste, those things, we would take them every day of the week and we have the system in place to get them into the hands of the people. That's the Giving the Basics mission is product in the hands of the people. So it's not, you know, it's not floating down to a warehouse and then has a uh, 95% admin cost that somebody's getting paid on. (laughs) Oh, no. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's all giving them, going out. To the it's all going out. You know, we have such a slim, um, you know, for our organization when we started, you know, we we started with volunteers. And then we had to hire in a couple of um, a full-time position and a part-time position. And we have other positions that really responsibly for Kansas City are going to need to be filled, and we're going to need funding for those positions. Just a warehouse manager, we need to fund that. Um, I mean, I'm good at a lot of things, but driving a forklift, probably not so much. Um, That's just fun, though. I can learn. I mean, I'm learning all this stuff I never would have known. I would learn (laughs) pallet jacks and, oh, my gosh, all these things. It's been great. Well, that's a great, great problem to have, that you've got that much product, at least to begin with, that you need those resources. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be consistent, I mean, we we wouldn't be – we would have been irresponsible to take on school districts and more pantries if we didn't have a good flow of, you know – finances and product. The problem is is we've got all these places on the waiting list that it's just mm. we've got three school districts that want to come on and one of them's got nine thousand kids and I'm oh. and one of them has eleven and so we want to be able to take them on and get them in that system where they it's consistent for them every month so that when a kiddo walks up, you know, they can say, Yes, we have a toothbrush for you. Um yeah. so you you know, you're not gonna get picked on. But um, we've got to have the funding to bring on those three additional school districts. And then we've really pretty much locked down the KC Metro with those three districts once they come on. So that any kid, this is so cool, any kid in the KC Metro can walk into the school nurse's office and say, "Um, can I get a deodorant? You don't need a new deodorant every month. So giving the basics big deal is hygiene kits are a waste of resources. Let the people yeah. choose what they need because you don't need a new toothbrush every month. You don't need a new deodorant. You know, you don't need a new tube of toothpaste every single month. So let's let them choose what they need so we can give the products to other kids that are in need. And so Absolutely. we've set it up as a dignity-wise, we've set it up. Everyone gets to choose what they want. If you're one of our pantry locations, the people get to choose what they want to maximize the donor's dollar because we want to be really yeah. smart and responsible. That way, half a uh, bag full isn't getting thrown away because it's not needed that day. Right, so or that, it's that in sense. their cupboard. Right, and, and another kid mm-hmm. without. Yeah. Interesting. Well, wow, I I you know I sound like a broken record, but the fact that the whole metro is going to be covered at least in school districts in five five years or less that's that's a great rate of growth to do good things. It's I'm excited to thanks kind of watch the future as it does expand nationally. And have you have you kind of targeted areas that you think are going to be your first partners to go farther than Kansas City, or is that still kind of in the future? 
Well, we've had uh, four cities have come in to see what we're doing. And so those would be the cities, really, that we would help them, help their people succeed and kind of give them a model to go from uh, for giving right. the basics. So it's interesting. We've had so, I mean, the, the, the probably the states that have the most registered organizations will be the ones that will probably hit first. And we just have to drill down who that, that is because right now, you know, I feel like we still have a good year and a half to uh, really nail Kansas City down mm-hmm. to make sure that we are being genuine to where we live. And then beyond that, it's going to be uh, wonderful to watch this thing grow. You know, yeah. God willing, well, uh, it'll just take off and, and everybody will get what they need. I love the fact that you've not held back, but at least been cautious to kind of get our house in order here first before expanding too fast. You hear, you know, business cases a lot of times when something grows too fast and it's not sustainable. And, you know, that's one thing for somebody making a profit, but it's a whole other thing when you're supplying people these type of items. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know what, when you give somebody something and then you take it away, it's never pleasant for anybody. And so I think that when you're giving somebody something that will help them then buy their own something, it's really a great way to do it. So if we help somebody get clean for a job interview, they can go buy their own stuff to get clean, you know, and then for the family. And it just, you have to go from the bottom up. And giving the basics model was a bottom up instead of a top down model. Because bottom up organizations tend to be more genuine and mm-hmm. they last longer. But if you just throw money at it, well, when you stop throwing money at it, it's not going to work. You have to change the heart of that community and invite everybody to the need and so that's what's been so great about kansas city is the generosity of the people and the businesses in kansas city blows me away and i'm talking kc metro because we have that awesome state line thing you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's the whole metro and it's been phenomenal because they're like i cannot believe it no one should ever have to go without so the fact that kansas city wants the tracking that we have wants the wants the consistency that we have and the systems, they, it's attractive because it's not just a flash in the pan. We feel good now. We are creating a hygiene hub that will be here years after I'm dead and gone. And it'll be able to be something that we grew here in Kansas City. And we can, Kansas City can be so proud. You know, we're leading the country with this organization right now. Is that so exciting? For targeting, tracking, I... and meeting the needs, the human dignity needs of the people, Kansas City is leading. And all we need oh, well. is for more people in Kansas City to recognize what we're doing so that they can get involved and help us get the product. Um, because really if cool. we have the product, so, we've got the army of volunteers. You can go anywhere. Right, right. So to get products in, in, in your hands, obviously people can do simple things. Buy a couple extra when they're buying their own and you know deliver them to a site or they can organize a drive. I know you've always got barrels available, right? Right, we've got barrels available. Sometimes, like we had 11 of them going out yesterday to one of the um, businesses. And then mm-hmm. here's what's so cool that we do with giving the basics. They can fill the barrels, and then we pick, we drop the barrels off. We pick the barrels back up, and we tag them with their name. And then they can send their team down to actually sort, count, and box up those items. And then we have taken it to the top level, which is we have them put their company name on that box so that when it's received by one of the 65 pantries or the 13 school districts, 
they can see their company's name. They care about the basics. They care about being down in our warehouse, helping out and giving back to this community. So we've given it a top-tier level for these companies. And then some of the companies will come down and say, we want to help load the vehicles. Can we come down and, and help load the vehicles? Or we're having a, we need a team builder. Can we do it in your place? Or can we do our board meeting yeah. in your place? And one of the coolest um, calls I got was, we don't have time to have a drive. We really want to. But we've had drives before, so we get what it means to do a drive. We just want to make a financial donation. And because we triple the dollar because we buy at wholesale. Um, you, we will just make sure that we have enough product that you need. You choose the product, and then we'll come down and package all those up. Great. And it's a great. <laughs> I mean, that works it's a, it's a total plug-in, right? So our well, goal is and... to recognize the companies instead of giving the basics. Is gonna, and obviously for branding, we have our sticker on there. But you don't mm-hmm. do a city any favor when you do not recognize the people who are helping you. Yeah, and I know it's funny. I, some people are reluctant to to do something like that because they think, well, we're we're not in this for the PR. And no, you're not. However, to have community members, especially young community members here in Kansas City, understand what type of community they live in by seeing who is participating in this, that can only build us stronger for the future. So I love that idea you're of exactly providing right. the recognition of the local companies, the local people that are telling these kids and these individuals, we care about you because you're here and part of our community. And that's, that's Kansas city. I mean, well, and our company has a heart. I mean, we kind of, we're becoming part of the DNA of some of these companies where they're saying, you know, we're letting our people take off working. Like this morning we had an incredible group down um, in our warehouse, an engineering firm, Henderson engineering came down and they were able to come down there and sort, count, and box stuff for us. They took time off work. And then afterwards, they were exhausted. I mean, we worked them into a sweat. <laughs> and then I said, so are you guys off for the rest of the day? And they said, no, we're going back to work. This is just how we spend our morning. Like, oh, wow. that is incredible. I said, are you going to, like, eat lunch or something first? But, wow, because the mom and me again came out. But I was thinking, this is incredible. And it's not really for the recognition. I think it's for the no. great example. They set a great example. These companies set a great example. We're just not going to go out there and make money and, and have our company in your city. We're going to make sure the city that we're running our company in, our business in, is strong. That yeah. takes and so that example is so important for everyone to see, young and old, and the employees where the boss says, you know what, I'm right here beside you. I got a really cool call the other day. We've been giving you guys in quite a bit um, for a length of time, and we've got some people in from Kansas, that from outside of Kansas City. We want to show them where we give, how we care, and why. And I thought now they just had educated. It's like pass the baton. They just educated the next group about the need. So it was Neat. so – I mean, Kansas City can be pr- so proud that we're not just meeting a need. We're leading other people to the need. That's an unusual leader. Yeah, that's uh, that's what an example for other organizations that uh, that will undoubtedly take this elsewhere, let alone what it's doing for our city. So that's it kind of blows my mind. So it's super exciting. Really. <laughs> well, what an awesome story. Now, if if folks want to learn more about um uh, given the basics, uh, you guys, where can they go? Uh, uh, online resources, I assume? Yeah, we, they can donate online if they want to. Um, they can go to our website, which is um, givingthebasics.org. Um, easy. It's very simple. 
um, because we are giving for free the basics. So it's easy to remember giving the basics. Um, they can go on there. They can. There's a place on there where it says other ways to help. They can volunteer. They can organize a product drive. And if they say they want a product drive, like I said, there's a menu they click on, and it says where do you want your barrels, when do you want your barrels. They can have us come and talk to their team if they want to do that. That's a great way to give. And then the most exciting thing we have coming up is our Madminton tournaments, our only fundraiser of the year. And companies can get on there and sponsor a team. And you dress up in costume like you choose, oh. like we're going to be the bees. That's going to be our team. It sounds like fun. Yeah, it's a blast. It's down in the plaza. It's September 24th across from the Nelson. Last year we had, we've got beer trucks, food trucks, vans, everything. They can join one of our fundraiser every year, too, and they can volunteer to help. They can, you know, sponsor a team. That's a great way to help us. Um, it's probably some amazing badminton going on, too, because everybody's oh really good at that, right? <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> we didn't know there was a right way and a wrong way. Like, you're not supposed to be going east and west with your nests. You're supposed to put them north and south. We didn't really? know that. So last year we had an issue with the wind, and there was a guy there that, I think his racket was like an incredibly expensive racket. His team was very serious, and he said, well, it's you just put the nets the wrong way. So we learned our lesson. This year we're going to have our nets going the right way. <laughs> well, okay then. I it wasn't was aware that there was a direction for him. I, it was so much fun. You just got to see it to believe it. It was uh, just a bunch of people. Their dogs were dressed up. Their kids were dressed up. It was so <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm looking forward to it. You said it's in September the 24th. Is that right? The 24th, yeah. Outstanding. That's gonna be that's gonna be a fun event. Shoot us an email, you know, go to the contact us if for whatever ideas you have or connections that you might be able to connect us with. Just hit info at giving the basics and dot org and uh tell us, you know, what you think would be helpful. We wanna help have everybody be able to give in their own way. Yeah, well I there's all obviously, you know, there's gonna be somebody out there with a great idea. We can't uh, we can't expect it all to come from your, your mom mind. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Well, Teresa, thank you so much for telling us all about this. I'm, I'm still amazed. I, I think I've known you now for about six, seven months, as I've brought a few things here and there to you oh, randomly. Oh, you've been awesome. Are you kidding me? It's, you're being, it's you're being just, humble there, because I'll tell you, you've done phenomenal things to make well, sure that this got known, and just, the products you brought are just—they've been very helpful. It's just a neat cause, and you know. The bonus is it is pure Kansas City. It, 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 to me, it shows the heart, like you said, of our city and, and what we do here. So um, along those lines, as far as, as you, I'm, I'm curious, you know, being a lifelong Kansas Cityan, I always like to know um, what would you think might be a what you'd consider a hidden gem here in our city that you'd like people to know about? Other than giving the basics, obviously. I mean, is Ooh, it a I've restaurant, got a, good one. a bar, or what? I've got a great one. Okay. Okay. There is a group called Serve KC. Okay. And Serve KC is a group, they come down once a month to giving the basics. But what, I'm, what I want to encourage people to do is, you know, Meetup is a great organization where you go and you give back in Kansas City. And Serve KC uses Meetup as their kind of their link to getting people to sign up. Well, once mm -hmm. a month, they come down from 5.30 to 7 on, on a Tuesday night. Connect with that group. They go to all different kinds of places to give back. And they just you go to Serve KC, and they have events, and you sign up for the events um, that they're doing. And it's really neat because a lot of people just kind of want to have a social hit that's not just work. 
where they're with people yeah. working side by side, and then they can go home and they don't need to have a you know full on relationship with these people. But some I don't know what relationships develop out of this. But every person we've had down there is such a hard worker and generous. What a great way to meet people when you're meeting people who are giving back. Yeah, no and so that's, my, that's the gym I have some good about all them. of this. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. So incredible if, if somebody's sitting there and says, you know, I really want to get involved in something that's helping our town, but I'm not sure, do I want to do it here? Do I want to do it given the basics? Do I want to go to harvesters or whatever? You, they're kind of a central hub, it sounds like. They are. It's just a central involved. hub to sign up and say, hey, we've got an hour and a half. We're going to be together over here. And the groups are all different. I mean, every time they come, they have different people coming. It's not the same people. Some, we have some regulars that love to come down, and they, that's just what they're, where their heart's at. I'm sure they help at other places, too. But it gives you choices and options and, you know, amounts of time that fit your schedule. And I just, I'm just really um, impressed with that organization, Serve KC. Well, what a great tip. That is a, that is cool. It, it always surprises me what people say to that question, and that's a wonderful one I didn't know about. So thank you for sharing it. You're welcome. Well, Teresa, thanks again. I've taken a ton of your time today, but I just love the story of giving the basics and, and how you've used your, your past experience to make this something that is not just you know, not just a warehouse full of stuff, but like you said earlier, the systems that are what's making this great. And that's all you. Let's, let's not be too humble there. You've brought that experience here and made it work. So thank you for doing this. Well, and thank you. And thanks for having me because I think it's awesome that you're willing to help get the word out because, you know, we're, this needs going to be around for, for a long, long, long time, many years, probably forever. And so be on the ground floor, but I just appreciate you bringing attention and awareness and actually just some good ideas for people to tap into this. Cool. Well, the more people we can get told about this, the better. So thanks again okay. for taking the time. And uh, yeah, you. we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future, Teresa. Okay. Thanks a million, Scott. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. How's that for an inspirational story? I really hope you enjoyed hearing about Teresa's story as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, if you have any questions about the show, you can always contact me at scott at caseygreats.com. And don't forget to get online, check out the show notes where you'll find links to the organizations and events we discussed today. If you are enjoying the podcast, here are three ways you can help me out a little bit. First, if you go on iTunes, rate and review the show, that'll help more people find it. Second, simply share it with a friend. You can find shareable links on caseygreats.com and our Facebook page as well. And finally, if you have a recommendation for someone you think would make a great guest for us, send your idea to scott at caseygreats.com. Would love your help. Thanks again for joining me today. I look forward to bringing you another Casey Great Zip.